Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doom scrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge. So sit back, relax and call the binge wife. Now, here are your hosts, Ruth and Roger. Thanks, Andrew, and welcome everybody to the Call the Binge Wife podcast. We're excited you're with us. Ruth, what show are we going to talk about today? Bad Sisters. Yeah, so before we get there, we just want to thank everybody for their support for the show. Uh, We've been blown away by uh, the response to the first season, and we're super excited that so many people are showing up to listen and get some help with their binge watching. If you find anything in the show that's, uh, that's worth it to you, the best thing you can do to help us is to leave a rating and review. That's the number one way we can get this show out there to more people and help more people as they binge watch TV. So, Ruth, uh, give us a synopsis of Bad Sisters Season 1. Bad Sisters is an Irish comedy thriller that tells the story of the Garvey sisters, who are under investigation by the life insurance company of their recently deceased brother-in-law. Boo! Sorry. (laughs) The investigators are trying to prove that his death was caused by malicious intent. And you soon see why, as all the sisters seem to have major issues with their sister's husband. Mm -hmm. So we as viewers quickly find out that John Paul, not not so lovingly referred to by the Garvey sisters as the prick, (laughs) was quite literally a complete nightmare of a human being. I think it's important uh, to note here something about the the Garvey sisters. They are bound together by the premature deaths of their parents and the promises they made to always protect one another. Yeah. So that, that was a great synopsis. I loved it. Perfect. Uh, the rest of the, the data, <laughs> the rest of the data for the show, it's in its first season. It has been renewed for a second one some point in the future. The drop date was August 19, 2022, so it's a little over six, seven months old. It's rated TVMA, mostly for language, some violence. Uh, I can't remember. If there, there's a little nudity in there, too, yeah? So uh, it's on where to watch. Not is full frontal, but yes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's backside. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, it's where to watch is on Apple Plus. There are 10 episodes. It is considered a genre of drama. Some may consider it a crime thriller as well. Production staff and notes. Sharon Horgan is uh, an executive producer. She's also stars. Uh, in the show, the cast of notes is, again, her, Sharon Horgan. She plays the oldest sister in the Garvey Bunch. Eve Hewson uh, plays the youngest in the Garvey Bunch, and that's Bono's daughter, Bono from U2. And r- rounding out the cast is Clace Bang. I, don't, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. But he plays yeah. yeah, he plays the prick. And uh, he, he is, <laughs> I think he's been typecast now forever as uh, the bad guy the rotten tomato scores the critics and the uh, viewers are a little bit uh 
you know, have some distance between them, I think. It's a 100% critics' choice score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 70% from the viewers. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff in it and see maybe if that's the reason why. But uh, no major awards as of yet. Uh, it's still a young show. I think it'll probably show up down the road. Ruth, why did we watch this? How did we pick it? And what concessions were made in the process? <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the first episode and I think you kind of were on your phone. You'll talk about this right, a little bit. And then we kind of moved on. I And I thought about going back to it occasionally after the first episode. And one of the reasons is I'm interested in shows about sisters I, as I have three of them myself right. <laughs> and there are five of them in this show. That's a lot of sisters. That's a, that's a lot of sisters. Yeah. See, I could have one more. I have a brother. That's it. Yeah. I also found out that Eve Houston is Bono's daughter. When Brene Brown interviewed him and he said it was his favorite show to binge, I thought, oh, I I stereotype. I thought, oh, because it's an Irish show. That's great. (laughs) Then I found that Eve was his daughter and I wanted to see more of her acting. I did like her in the first episode. I liked all the characters. But um, Eve plays the youngest like me and also the black sheep, which could fit sometimes. Sometimes, right. yeah. Anywho, right? It kept getting better and better with each episode. Yeah. So this is one. This is one I put in the doom scroll category. Like we saw it multiple times scrolling through the Apple Plus menu, and you'd be like, "How about that?" And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, it's a show. It's a show from across the pond." I'm not usually that uh, eager to watch TV from uh, Great Britain, the UK, that general vicinity. And so, uh, so I'm like, ah, no, uh, no. missing out. So it yeah. was one of those. I think I was like, all right, just there watch. Happened some that you've really yes, liked. There yes, are, yes, there yes, are, yes. and and this is one of them actually. Uh, so I think we started you watching it. Is correct? You started watching it. It was one of those things like I'm just gonna play on my phone while you watch this. And we got mm-hmm. to the, the first episode, like you said, and it was okay. But it was, you know, it was easier for me just to be like, well, whatever. But then we came back to it. It's like we watched the first episode and then eventually we came back to it. And as you watched it, I eventually started watching it and getting into it. It's a very contagious watch, I think, is that as you watch it, your own personal disdain for for uh, the prick is definitely grows and grows and grows as the show happens. So I think that, it, you know, I <laughs> yes. was I was ready to 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 finally see how he he got off so <laughs> it was i was in anticipation and ready for him to be gone so right. ruth tell us your first positive that you have uh about the show what you said translates perfectly into my first positive so the beauty of the show is its stance that the only viable option really is murder so <laughs> the story seems written to trigger every woman and guy, mm. to be fair, right? And we shouldn't be sympathetic at all to JP, to the prick, quote unquote. It shows very brief instances of his humanity. And the simplicity of that is really refreshing. Like I didn't have to wrestle with really disliking him at all. It was they, just like, right, like there's no moral, <laughs> there's no, no confusion there. I think that just kept it simple. Yeah, his dealings with everybody were just 
awful. <laughs> he yeah. just treated everybody, even his daughter, his wife, you know, just yeah. everybody. His words and were the just cat awful. next a stray cat. I mean, <laughs> just went to Anne. Yeah. Um, so what was your first positive? Yeah, I'm not a fan of what I call train wreck TV. I've talked about it in other episodes before. And mm-hmm. this show could be seen that way. So I want to, that was why I wanted to put this in, in front <laughs> to, to kind of preface my feelings about it. But it's, it's more of a comedy of errors uh, than it necessarily is a train wreck. Because the first episode is JP's funeral. So we know he's dead. We just don't know mm. how he got to be dead. And so every episode seems like the sisters try and another sister gets in on the, the act and they keep trying and trying and failing. And you just want them to succeed because you see more and more of the story. And so for me, it's it's <laughs> yes. more of a comedy of errors necessarily than it's train wreck. Yeah, I would have to disagree. If you said it was train wreck, I would have to disagree. But it could... I agree this time that yes, it could lend itself. So yeah, by the by the fifth or sixth episode, I'm like, just kill him already. Just kill just get it over. You're not supposed to give anything. Well, you're not giving anything away. Yeah. Like that's what we were both like, gosh, isn't he dead? Come on. (laughs) That funeral was five episodes ago. Can we just see (laughs) what what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your second positive? So yeah, the second positive for me is the sisters. So the writing is really clever. And I think it's great that is it Sharon who helped write it is Sharon Horgan plays the oldest sister, but the actors do a great job of showing the relationship of the sisters, mm. the good, the bad and ugly of sister relationships. So I like that as a group all together, they had their dynamic dynamics, but also with the different siblings, they had unique relationships with each sister on their own. And I thought it showed that, which I think that's true to life or has, it is for me. They look out for each other, but they also have secrets. And those, some of those kind of come out like they didn't know. Sometimes you don't know everything or there's a lot of pain, you know, underneath things. And their bond is crucial for survival in this show. And they're fiercely protective and funny together. So it makes it the comedy part. Um, And it turns hopelessness and suffering into saving themselves. And it made me want to be a Garvey sister in some ways. Like not, not uh, in some other way like no I don't don't want to be in that situation but having them have my back would is a good thing I think right yeah I think that that was well written and it took me to get past that first episode to really see you know how well they were doing characterizing the different sisters and learning each of their backstories and how those backstories interacted with the other sisters and and it was really good and that kind of leads me into my second positive is that the time jumping was done well so first episode you really just see the funeral the insurance investigators and that piece of it getting started but when you get into the second episode it jumps back and forth it shows previously what happened before uh, jp's death and then what's happening through the investigation and the relationships and the sisters trying to protect each other and stuff. So it's a very interesting take on that. I think they did that really, really well. Yeah. um, I didn't feel 
discombobulated like I could in some shows that do that, that jump back and forth in time frames. Uh, I think they did a real good job. Even visually, you know, the, the whole screen kind of pans one direction. Yeah. So you know you're going back and you know you're going forward. And, and it was just, I think it was really well done. Yeah, because what was the shows that we were talking about that I felt a little confused? Hunters. Yeah, Hunters did somewhat. that. Yeah. Little, yeah, but this, I thought, I agree, was really well done and easy to follow. So what's your next positive? My next positive is the dark comedy murder mystery. I'm realizing that I like this genre. Um, maybe like only murders in the building, although I, I think I liked this better. That's for another show, maybe. But um, it didn't seem also not as focused on solving the murder as on telling the story although you do find out of course like what happens um in the end so i i just liked yeah this another series in this genre yeah it's you don't find it all the time you know you see there's stuff's like super chill or it's super creepy or it's super funny it's like it's hard to find something that's kind of got a good balance to it and i think they did a really good job of that again going back to how well the writing was done yes so what is your third one? Yeah, positive. I, yeah. I have to go kind of what I said before with uh, Cass Bang's performance as a bad guy. Uh, absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, I've, okay. there's been a few characters over the years that you're like, how do you play that character and walk away and be a sane human being as an actor? Um, <laughs> True. You know, I think, uh, you know, the character of Ari in Entourage is one of those Jeremy Piven played such a a jerk that, you know, being able to walk away from that and still kind of being a Buddhist Hindu kind of guy in his own life. It's like, how do you turn that switch on and off? And Case Bang is definitely that way. He, you know, he has to be able to walk away from that and do something positive in his life because it's so creepy. It's so just gross like as a human being like this mm-hmm. is this is definitely a toxic person that i would ghost like without any hesitation like this person would yeah. have no space in my life because he's such a jerk no you know? question but he like wins people a certain some people mm-hmm. yeah he, he has the capability of dodging bullets very well no pun intended yes. but, but it's <laughs> right but yeah. He, yeah his performance must, like rescue animal or maybe he yeah, does like a go. lovely big family or something or, or he has a nice big garden in the backyard or something because <laughs> man uh, that to me would just be way too creepy to walk off a set every day and try to be a real human so um, i'm hopefully he's not a method actor and everything turns out well <laughs> yes so what's your negative okay so it was hard for me to think of a negative but um this was a limited series. It was never intended to have a second season. Mm-hmm. It was the adaptation of a Belgian show that uh, called Clan. And so I'm a bit nervous how it's going to go, but I'm excited because I do think the the writing is so excellent and the casting is good. So, but that was, I was like, oh, this was one where I was like, should they have just ended it there? But of course I like... I think a little bit longer would be okay if I had my druthers, which we get now we do. Yeah, I think it's safe to, to I think it's yeah. not a spoiler to say that the insurance investigators don't 
they kind of closed their case at the end of, of the show at the end of the season, but they're still a little bit kind of up in the air, you know, Yeah. possibilities of them figuring out that, yes, this was not a, you know, this was not an accident, but he stretched his imagination. So I don't know if you're supposed to say that either. No, oh, the, no. We know he's know. dead. We know he's dead in the first, first episode. Could, could have been an accident. But we know he's dead. So yes, we do know he's of. dead. And yeah. it could be. Or what kind. Yes. Anyway. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> No, with all their attempts to try to kill them, you would think that one of them would eventually work out. So, so yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm a big fan of like not overstaying your welcome as far as shows go. I mean, there's so many, you know, 13 seasons of Big Bang, you know, seven yeah. seasons of of West Wing, um, 265 seasons of uh, Grey's Anatomy. You know, I mean, I think that. <laughs> I'm like, how many actually have great? That's why I'm, I cannot. There's seriously like 20. It. I think there's 20 oh episodes now. Goodness. It's crazy. 20 so, seasons? No. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're not. You'll never hear that show on this show ever. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. Like I say, of of you know, tell your story and get out. You know. Um, yeah. I you know I have a little bit of hesitation. We're going to be starting binge watch Ted Lasso season three. They wrote it for three seasons. And so I'd, I'd like them to get out at three seasons. I'll miss the show, but man, I'm, I want you to complete your story and not just leave it hanging because all of a sudden you don't have a, a deal to produce yes. a, another season. So, so it's, I'm, I am glad that this show is getting another season. Um, and I think it, it'll probably be just as good, but you know, you just don't want it to overstay its welcome. Yes. It has to be just right, right? Like yeah. not rush it to end it, but end it on a good note. End it on a high note. Yeah, books do it all the time. So TV shows That's, should be able to do it. That is very, very true. So what is your negative? Yeah, I, I was with you. I was a little struggling to, to find a negative. I think that we like to watch things, movies, TV, read books, whatever. And there is some piece of us that like, wants to be able to be right in our predictions as we watch and as we read um, those things. And so there were some predictions that whether I said them out loud to you or I kept them to myself that I like, I knew, I I knew it. I could see it. This one, sometimes you're totally annoying. I'm like, how did you know that? Or like, don't say that or don't tell me. Yeah, I can't. You don't usually tell me. I try not to anymore because. But I then, know. like, you're like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, mm, or sometimes I do. I might have guess, be guessing. Yeah, you're usually like, yeah. Yeah, but there was a there was a major one that I can't share that I kind of figured it out three episodes in what the what the tie to the relationship between the two characters was and and yeah and, and it was. It was not disappointing, but it was also because at the same time, it's like, oh, man, if that is the case, if that turns out to be true, yes, please kill this guy because he's just, you know, he's just dog me. He's just horrible. Um, So there were some things that made it a little predictable that I didn't really care about. And there were some things that I predicted that enhanced my viewing, um, but probably a little bit more on the predictable side. Um, So it was just it was just a little disappointing. But the, still, the writing's great about the relationships. The the capers and the mishaps are are well done. You know, are believable. Yeah. And so there's a lot there that's good. It's just sometimes I wish they'd be a little less uh, projecting of the outcome. Than, than oh yes. Like. Well, you're just a clever fox. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyways. Wait, I think that did you predict the end though? Uh, I don't think there was one moment. There was one moment, probably like in the seventh or eighth episode, and I I thought it, but I but I didn't hold on to it as as a primary idea. Yeah, I I think I'm with you. I I thought it might that kind of went through my mind as I was going through all of the characters. Yeah, and I, I think that was one of the things they did well is is keeping the predictability of who it was that finally offed him was well done and well kept yeah i agree with that well i'm glad you agree since you know you're so clever that you usually figure it out <laughs> all right we're moving on <laughs> anyways so skip it or binge it or just maybe i say binge it for sure so it's fun to watch the funny charming and emotional sisters the uh relationship between the sisters, if you have sisters, even better. But if not, thinking of your best girlfriends is perfect too. And like, what wouldn't you do for your sisters? Mm. Like who among us hasn't been so angry or hurt about the jerky bullying or and sometimes abusive men in our sisters or friends or our own life that we have thought we'd like to be rid of them forever. So <laughs> well, above just ghosting. <laughs> Yeah, the catharsis is amazing. Yes, mostly because it isn't real life and no one is actually going to jail uh, yet. Uh, no. <laughs> and I love this quote that I read in from Vogue on December 30th. Murder may be bad and these sisters may be bad, but watching them be bad is oh so good. Yeah, that is a, so that's that a good is way to put it. My vote. What about you? Skip yeah. it, binge it, maybe. I, I say binge it. Uh, you've got to give it a couple episodes, I think, to really get the rhythm of the show. The first episode does yeah. not follow the same structure as later episodes. And, and that's there's a good reason for that. I think, you know, it's just yeah. meeting the characters and just meeting them at the funeral. I think really there's a lot of mystery that's built up in that. Like what is going on? What's happening? A lot. Yes. That we don't see yet. Yeah. And so <laughs> if you give it time to give it, the chance to get into its rhythm i think it's a really good rhythm and i think it's watchable you know going back to what you said early you know if you have feel like you need a good amount of comedy in your crime drama then this is (laughs) this is the show for you if if you watch law and order but don't think it's funny and would like it to be funny sometimes this is probably a show for you so that's me yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you can only take so much crime and violence at one time without some humor give me some humor (laughs) that's right so what else are we binging this season ruth we are binging jack ryan season three hunter season two the recruit season one and that 90s show season one yeah we got we got a lot of spy crime thriller stuff going on and then we throw in that 90s show (laughs) so we're so thankful that you joined us we hope this helps you Uh, figure out what to watch and we will see you in the next binge yes see you then